Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Farmington Hills and welcome to all of you who are visiting us at our online worship service 
It's a pleasure to be here with you all. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. I'm the senior minister at this amazing church. And I want to give a shout out to our awesome music team. You all, you all are fabulous. And Nicholas, I'm loving that new acoustic setup with the bass and the cajun. It, it sounds really good. Thank you for opening us up with that beautiful song, Good, Good Father. It's awesome to remember that God is our good, good father and that we are loved by God always. I want to share some announcement, announcements and then we will continue with our service. Our Sunday Zoom fellowship will be today after service at 11 p.m. Uh, 11 a.m. The link for that is on our YouTube page, our Facebook page and our website, unityfh.com. Tomorrow we have our UFH Zoom house party at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Everyone's welcome. Join us so we can have some fun. We can laugh together, inspire each other, and have some connection. Wednesday, everyone is welcome to join us for our eve Wednesday evening meditation at 7 p.m. The link for the house party and for the meditation are also on our website, unityfh.com. So please visit our website if for more information on all, of our, on all of our classes, our events, our activities, and if you need to sign up for our email blast, go to our website to do that. To schedule an appointment with me during my office hours, which are 10 a.m., uh, I mean Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m., you may email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com and I will email you back and we can set up either a phone appointment or a Zoom appointment. Prayer requests can also be sent to that email seniorminister at unityfh.com. If you have an emergency or you, you really need to talk to me, you can contact me at 313-515-3071. And now, as we listen to the beautiful voices of our music team sing surely the presence. Let us open our hearts and our minds and prepare ourselves to hear the daily word and for the opening prayer.
The daily word for today, Sunday, July 19th, 2020, is togetherness. The affirmation reads, I share God's love, peace, and joy. I'll read that again, and then I'd like you to affirm that with me. I share God's love, peace, and joy. Together, I share God's love, peace, and joy. The message reads, While I treasure my times of quiet and solitude, I also look forward to enjoying the company of family, friends, and members of my faith community. Whether we're working, volunteering, praying, or simply enjoying one another's company, our shared experiences allow me to support people I care about and feel supported in return. I enjoy and value ten, uh, togetherness throughout every season of my human journey. During times of trial, hardship, or grief, being in the company of friends and family helps comfort me and keep me strong. Likewise, during times of celebration, being in the company of others multiplies my joy. In times of togetherness, may the love, peace, comfort, and joy of God bless us all. The scripture for today comes from Acts chapter 2, verse 44, and it reads, All who believed were together and had all things in common. Let us pray. So please gently close your eyes and take a deep breath with me. and allow your consciousness to flow down into the center of your chest, your heart center. Just take a little time to acknowledge that one power and one presence resonating within you, God the good omnipotent. And God, as we acknowledge your power and your presence within us, we know that it is you that co-creates our life with us. We see this online worship service blessed in every way. We know that it is the Christ within that opens us up to hear your message. It is the Christ that brings forth the message. And it is the Christ within us that allows us, guides us, and is with us as we live out your, your message in our daily lives. Thank you for your divine gift of love that loves no matter what. Thank you for blessing in each and every way. We lift this prayer up in the mighty name and in the nature of the indwelling Christ, knowing that it is done, it is done, it is done. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being. Together, God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And as we 
Affirm our growth affirmation together. Let your heart open up with thanksgiving and gratitude because you know that our affirmation is manifesting even now that we are not in our facility. God is always working. So let's affirm it together. We give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. And now we're going to have our first uh, special song. It is Just a Little Faith, and it'll be led by Michael. And then I will be back with our message for today.
Thank you, Michael. I always love when you perform that song. That is uh, an upbeat, happy, (laughs) happy happy-go-lucky song. Just a little faith. I love the um, the way you all perform it. And Nicholas, you're enjoying that bass. I can tell you had a huge smile on your face while you're sitting there playing it. And Lauren, you picked an awesome video to go with that song. I love how the little dog brought the couple together. Goes to show you how far just a little bit of faith can go, huh? And you all seem to be really enjoying yourself. And I'm really enjoying watching you enjoy yourselves. Thank you so much for that. It was it was amazing. Thank you again. So I heard this story of this cute. It was a cute little story of this um, gathering that happened at an English club. This Japanese gentleman was sitting at a table by himself, looking rather nervous when an English man came up and noticed how he was looking. So the English man figured that he might have not known the English etiquette. So he decided he would help the Japanese guy by instructing him. So the Japanese guy sitting there looking nervous. The English guy starts to pick up a knife and he says, this be knifey. And he picks up a fork and says, and this be forky. And this be spoony and this be platy after the preliminaries are over to the shock of the Englishman he finds out that the Japanese guy is the keynote speaker (laughs) so he gets up there does an awesome job with his speech in flawless English he comes back and sits down next to the English guy and says so you Likey my speechy. (laughs) Oh, man. So anyway, as we continue with our series uh, entitled From Knowing to Understanding, I want to move deeper into what that means. So in unity, we uh, usually... Uh, say that July symbolizes the spiritual faculty faculty rather of understanding understanding represents our ability to comprehend to conceive and uh, perceive and to apprehend and knowing represents the wealth of information that we know and so when we move from knowing to understanding we move into understanding a de- uh, uh, on a deeper level how to use what we know to move into a deeper expression of the truth that we know. Today, I want to um, talk on the theme, testify to the truth that you understand. I want to talk about how we testify to the truth that we understand. And so I'm going to use the scriptural reference that comes from John chapter 18, verses 33 through 37. And in this chapter, in chapter 18, Jesus is um, on trial. And so he goes before the Roman governor who is Pilate. Pilate. And so Pilate's talking to him and 
and then he is crucified. So this part is where Pilate's talking to Jesus. So I'm at verse 33. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it reads, Then Pilate went back into his headquarters and called for Jesus to be brought to him. Are you the king of the Jews? He asked him. Jesus replies, Is this your question? Or did others tell you about me? Am I a Jew? Pilate retorted, Your own people and their leading priests brought you to me for trial. Why? What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from the being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate said, So you are a king? Jesus responded, You say, I am a king. Actually, I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. This is really powerful because it leads us into how to testify to the truth that you understand. So the beginning of this comes from the first question that Jesus asked Pilate when Pilate says, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus says, is this your question or did others tell you about me? So when you think about the truth that you know, the truth that you feel that you understand, is it the truth that you, is it your own truth or is it the truth that others have told you? Is it the truth that has come from those who raised you? The truth that has come from those who you admired as you were growing up? The truth that came from things that you read? Or is it truly what came from your spiritual discerning of what God has told you through your relationship with God? Because the truth represents spiritual law, spiritual principles, and uh, the spiritual attributes of God. Everything that G in Jesus' teachings brought us to the conscious awareness of God. The way he spoke, his miracles, his parables, even his very life l directed us to the focus on God. Where does your truth lie? Where does it come from? This is important because there are a lot of people in this world who are living the truth that was taught to them from someone else. And they didn't even go inside and question it and test the spirit by the spirit. D the Bible says to take it in, discern, uh, leg in prayer, meditation, and seek out the truth that is inside of what you are learning and what you know. I have an example. There is a guy named Daryl Davis who has been going around um, participating in KKK rallies. Uh, and he's been meeting these Ku Klux Klan members and he's been talking to them and gaining a deeper understanding of who they are, where they come from, and an interpretation of their beliefs. And he's been allowing them to get to know him as well. But this, the key question that he asks them is, how can you hate me when you don't even know me? How can you hate me when you don't even know me? And he said that a lot of people who he asked that question to, who were part of the KKK, didn't have an answer. And Roger Kelly, who's the first person he interviewed from KKK, 
who was a national leader of that group, said that he was so rooted in the beliefs of the KKK. At first, he wasn't letting them go because they were cemented so deeply in his mind. They were literally a part of his consciousness, his way of being. Until he continued to get to know Daryl Davis and until he continued to let Daryl get to know him and they became very close friends. And then eventually he turned over, he gave up the group and he turned over his robe and his top, his hat, uh, cap to Daryl Davis. And Daryl has been being a part of these rallies for years now. He has over 200 people who have let go of being a part of KKK because of their interactions with him. Because of that question, how can you hate me when you don't even know me? There is so much ingrained in our consciousness that has been passed on from generation to generation to generation in the truth that we have learned that is not even the real absolute truth of God. Nowhere related in the consciousness of love, the consciousness of unity, the consciousness of togetherness, like our word for today. That's a powerful example of how we can ask the question of ourselves, is this ours or is it what someone taught us? And when you take that question, that's the first phase in learning to testify to the truth you understand. To testify means to bear witness to. You cannot truly bear witness to anything you haven't personally experienced within your own self or seen or uh, witnessed yourself. How can you bear witness to something that somebody else has shown you from their own interactions, from, from what's been passed down from generations in the lineage of your family? That is not truly bearing witness or truly testifying to the truth you understand. So the second part of this moving into the awareness of being able to testify the truth that you understand is, so the first scripture I was talking about where it says, is this your own question or did others tell you about, about me? Which brings you to letting go of what others have taught you and learning and getting your own understanding of truth with God, going in and praying and getting your own discernment through prayer meditation with your relationship with God of what truth, truth, truth is and understanding it on a deeper level. That comes from scripture 34. When we go down to scripture 36, Jesus is saying, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. He said, if it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. All of his disciples knew that when Jesus was talking about overcoming the kingdom, overcoming and being a part of the kingdom of heaven, uh, of the kingdom, everybody, his disciples knew that he was talking about the kingdom of heaven, which is the consciousness of God. And even when Judas came to that realization, when he betrayed Jesus, he tried to give the money back that he was paid to betray Jesus because he realized what Jesus was really talking about was the consciousness of overcoming this world through becoming a deeper expression of the kingdom of heaven within you. That the world that Jesus was talking about was not outside external, it was inside. 
So when Jesus says, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom, he's not talking about the relative truth that's connected to the physical aspects of this world that can change and are relative to each personal experience in this world. He's talking about the absolute truth that is unchanging and eternal, that is, that is connected to God, that is connected to the divine idea, the divine consciousness, the divine mind of God. And that's the second phase of moving into a place where you testify to the truth you understand. You must learn to live from the consciousness that this world is not your kingdom, that the kingdom that is yours is the kingdom of heaven that dwells within you, the consciousness of your relationship with God. And when you do that, you move into a love so deep that there's no part of you that will ever want to hurt another person, that will ever, ever want to lie on another person, that will ever, ever want to steal or do anything that transgresses your neighbor, your brother, your sister in God in any way, shape or form, because you know not only that everything you do to someone else, you do to yourself, but you also know that it is out of alignment for, of, with the presence of love that you are and it does not feel right. So everyone who's walking around in this space of anger, resentment, mean-spirited consciousness, overbearing, violence, there is an energy inside of them that's a turmoil. It is not comfortable. It is out of alignment with God because it is not demonstrating the love that we were created to be and is not demonstrating a consciousness of God that we were created to express as individualized expressions of God, what it demonstrates is limitation and separation. It is a part of a sinful nature, which is connected to the relative truth that changes. And a sinful nature means that it is a nature that is out of alignment with the consciousness of God. Because sin is an archery word that means missing the mark. So you're missing the mark and you're out of alignment with the consciousness of demonstrating God consciousness coming from the kingdom of heaven. So that's the second phase is to begin to live from the, your true kingdom, which is the kingdom of Christ within you, the kingdom of heaven within you. And then the third phase to te to, of testifying to the truth that you understand. Jesus said, I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. Testify means to bear witness to. And the way that Jesus bore, bear, uh, was a witness and testified to the truth that he knew, God, the Father, was through his life, his very life. That's why he is considered the way shower, our example in unity, because his very life was an expression of the truth. He lived according to spiritual law. He lived according to spiritual principles. He lived according to the two greatest commandments that he told us that we are to live by. And he loved us as God loved him. And the only way he knew to love us the way God loved him is through his relationship with God and through understanding more deeply what truth is, what absolute truth is. And so that is how he was able to demonstrate, to testify to the truth that he knew, which is testifying to God. 
and all who love the truth recognize what I say is true, Jesus said. And that means that every time that you speak in alignment with truth, those who have the ears to hear and the eyes to see have their own relationship with God, are testifying in their own way to what they understand the truth to be from their relationship with God. And we are all here to work together to be higher expressions of heaven on earth. One of the ways that I um, mastered and began to demonstrate the truth that I understand is by overcoming my fear of flying, which I have told you all about. I realized that I wasn't even living according to my own experience when I had that fear because I had never been on an airplane, so I had never had an experience that could trigger a fear inside of me, but my mother did. And so I took the truth that she shared with me. I lived off of her fear, off of her experience. And that is how, what she told me when Jesus says in this first question, is this your own question or is, did some others tell you about me? Others told me. My mother told me about airplanes. My mother told me about her experience. It was not my experience. That was not my truth. I was living my mother's truth and it was not healthy and comfortable. I needed to have my own experience. So when I went down to Kansas City, I created my own truth with God. I lived according to my own relationship. I used spiritual principles and I moved past that fear. I transmuted that fear into a, a, a um, I, I transmuted that fear into a true experience because fear, that was the fear of the unknown. Now I know there's a difference there. And a lot of us have those experiences where we hold back on taking risks because we're going off of what other people have told us. Let it go. Find your own experience of the truth. Live in that experience with God. Move into a higher expression of the kingdom of heaven inside of yourself. From living in that expression of the kingdom of heaven, Develop a deeper level of love for you and for, God, for God, for you and for others in the world. Through that experience, let your life testify the truth that you know. That is what we are here to do. And I am committed to that. I'm committed to always going deeper to try to understand. Even when, there's the, when people try to argue with me, I ask questions because I want to understand on a deeper level. I don't want to argue. I want to find a way to, even if we agree to disagree, to approach the conversation in a healthier state of mind, in a healthier approach. So my challenge to us all is to release what others have told us about truth. Even what I have told you, take the truth that you hear, take whatever you hear and test the spirit by the spirit. Go into meditation and prayer and ask what part of this co truth connects to me. And whatever doesn't, let it go because it is not yours to keep. It is not in alignment with your spirit and your, aware your awareness of God's truth. Step into a higher expression of the kingdom of heaven, which is demonstrating on a higher plane of conscious, a deeper level of spiritual maturity, the greatest 
most powerful aspect of you that cannot be seen. And that is God. That is the Christ within. When you move into the consciousness of living from the kingdom that you are created from. Jesus says, my kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. Neither is yours. Neither is mine. Our kingdom is the kingdom of heaven in our consciousness. Live from the kingdom of heaven in your consciousness. And then allow your life to be lifestyle to be a demonstration of what it is that you truly understand about absolute truth that is eternal and never changing. And that is God. Whatever you know about God and understand about God, about God, begin to live it like Jesus did. Begin to speak about it like Jesus did. Begin to share and love others the way Jesus did. Begin to direct people when they talk to you and you don't know the answer. Direct them to the one that does, the God in themselves. Let your very life be the example that testifies to the truth that you understand. And that's what we're going to do when we do these critical conversations. We're going to start. That's going to be a powerful way that we do this. And so that is my challenge to you. Look at your life. Move into a deeper understanding of truth. And let your life testify to the truth that you understand. Thank you. And thank you, God. So now as we move into a space of giving, let your hearts and minds move into a joyful presence, be, to, to be a joyful giver, knowing that as you give, so shall you receive. But what you receive more deeply than anything is the joy that you, it feels, that you feel inside to give. So let us, let us say our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. And for those of you who are giving online, you may go to unityfh.com, hit the donate button. You can specify how you want your donation to be used by Unity of Farmington Hills. You can use either a credit card or PayPal to pay. And then you can also, um, those of you who use Amazon, you can also donate through smiles, uh, smile.amazon.com so that every time you purchase, a proceeds will be donated to our church. Those of you who are sending in your payment, you may send them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And now we're going to have our next special song. It is led by Lorne, and it is entitled, You Won't Let Go. And then I will be back with our closing prayer, uh, clo virtual prayer circle, and our prayer for protection. No shadow comes without the Storms can ever define one word of faith. 
So that was an awesome song too. <laughs> you you all are so wonderful. It, I feel like I have, um, you know, the band I know is what um, inspires me a lot. You all are, are just powerful. That That's the best thing I can say. It's just you're all powerful. Thank you. And thank you for um, everything you do, every way you show up, every way you inspire with your beautiful songs, your beautiful performances, changing things up to make it different for us. That is awesome. Thank you, Nicholas and the music team. And thank you, Lauren, for leading this song and for the awesome video that you use to put with this song. So now let us do our virtual prayer circle. You may call out the names of those who you feel need prayer. And then I will pray. So God, as you hear these names being called out in this circle, I thank you for blessing each and every one. We acknowledge and decree that your mighty power and presence is manifesting whatever their soul and heart needs and desires in this moment right now, bringing forth their highest good in whatever way their prayer the prayers of their hearts are need to be answered. You know better than we do what they need. Thank you for manifesting it in their lives, in their minds, in their bodies, and in their souls. And thank you for blessing everyone in this worship service and blessing everyone who contributed to creating this worship service. And God, thank you for blessing the world. Amen. And now let us close with our prayer for protection together the light of god surrounds us the love of god enfolds us the power of god protects us the presence of god watches over us wherever we are god is and all is well well for those of you who are going to be at the fellowship um, today at 11 o'clock i will see you then for the rest of you enjoy the rest of your beautiful blessed weekend and know that you are loved greater than you know by God. I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. Until next time, I'll see you later. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com.